And we are back with another Black Widow Cream Podcast, new episode every single Wednesday and uh, Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Real Verse World. Today, I'm here with my sidekick, David Malave. <sighs> and the one and only Andrew motherfucking Sandler. <laughs> you may know him from being on the podcast already. You may know him from interviewing me on the podcast, the same podcast. Um, or you've probably seen his work because it's all over the fucking internet. Uh, Andrew's directed videos for, let's name off some artists. I can do this shit. Chris Brown, Mary J. Blige. D- recently, Blink-182, Dave East, um, Snoop Dogg, um, Youngblood. Like, you just were in Bulgaria shooting a Youngblood video. Who else? Why can't I think of any videos? Uh, Pitbull. Pitbull, yes. Andrew's directed and produced a fucking shit ton of music videos. So we wanted to talk about um, music video treatments. So we're calling this Music Video Treatments 101. And uh, we'll get to that right after this intro that uh, is fire as fuck. Let's get it. Welcome to the morning roast, a place where you will get the most info from a deep dive into the topics that really need life with your host, Ben and Dave, coming to you live today. Grab your cup of joe. And take some fucking notes, you bitch. All right, we're back. Um, treatments, man. I think this is a cool topic to talk about. I think a lot of people don't actually know what a treatment is, which is interesting. You, you I didn't really know what it was until I met you, and you made me write one. Um, but I think let's just have you explain first what a treatment is, and then we can kind of get into the process of treatments and how they can green light a project, right? Like you've done a million music videos yep and almost all the time those are those become a thing because of a treatment right yeah well first and foremost a treatment uh is one (laughs) a treatment is is one tool that you use to pitch your idea or your concept to the label or the artist so they can fully understand what your vision is and what you want to do with the video they accept the treatment they don't accept it or they give feedback and whatnot the second reason for a treatment that a lot of people don't realize is a treatment is almost like a visually a, a visual legally binding contract. So you're saying once they book the video, that treatment now is what you have to what you're obligated to deliver. Right. So because of that, I think there's definitely a skill and and a set of language that you um, learn over time by writing different treatments and different ways that you should set up your ideas so that everybody's on the same page about what to expect because. To write a treatment that is not uh, doable for the budget, and then you get yourself in that position, now you're obligated to deliver whatever you put in that treatment. Right. So there'll be a lot of times where um, I'll send a treatment in, and I'll be asked to take out, even though I know I want to do certain things, I either have to change the language around to to make it a little more uh, broad or, or vague, or you know, right. saying dependent on budget or whatnot. Right. Um, but it needs to be easily understood by all parties involved, right. by your producer, by the label and by the artist because i feel like so so if you're listening you still don't so what a treatment is, is essentially it's you're creating like a pdf a couple pages right you're illustrating a couple pages that gets your idea your vision for music we'll just talk about this in music video spectrum so this can yeah. go for everything commercials commercial work photography however mood boards all that shit um and this is not a storyboard it's 
essentially the step before you would create a storyboard if you need to, but you are creating a couple PDFs that describe like Andrew's typical treatments kind of when we'll walk through what it is, but it kind of introduces who he is, his idea. And then he'll use different imagery to try to explain ideas or shots or potential colors or themes or whatever it is. But like what he's saying is if you say some an artist comes to you and they say we have um, $50,000 for music video and then you make uh, a treatment that involves like VFX like fucking uh, Game of Thrones VFX and a dragon and all this shit that is actually unobtainable for $50,000 but that's your treatment and you submit that and you're hoping that they read that treatment and like it and green light it you probably won't get the job because you over bid basically you're over your idea is too big for what they can afford so they may look elsewhere but like for you, it's like you usually, when someone asks you to write a treatment, especially, I, I feel like now people are coming to you specifically to do a job, so they might not be asking other directors, but before it would be like you're submitting your idea against several other directors, right? For sure, yeah. So I mean, it, the, the treatment comes from a lot of different avenues. One way is that uh, a label will uh, send a song out to all the different director reps or production companies or specific directors and ask them to come up with an idea uh, from the ground up. Mm. Here's the song. Um, no brief with it, right? Sometimes they'll send out the song with some sort of little, sorry, some, uh, some sort of little tidbit to, to build a bond. You know, oh, the band, um, you know, for the for the Blink-182 video I just did, it was Travis's idea. He was like, I want kids in red shirts to be doing this kind of dance. Right. And that's like a seed, right? And then I had to take that seed and then build something around it, which is why we came up with the whole one-shot concept in a gymnasium, right? Because you can just have a four-minute video of the right. kids dancing. You got to build a concept around it. Uh, so sometimes they'll have a seed of an idea and then some artists like when I used to work with Chris Brown would have let's say 90% uh, of the idea already and then you just have to fill in the little 10% to connect the dots. Right. But in any case you have to come up with a treatment or a deck that takes that idea and puts it through like the system I guess you could call it um, or the process, the factory, right. whatever it is and spit them back out a treatment that everyone can look at and agree on. Right, and I, with that, with the obviously a brief is ideal, but with the brief, if even with with or without the brief, there comes a budget. So the the, the treatment will say, you know, we're looking to shoot on this date, mm -hmm. and our budget's thirty, but they might say, oh, like we're, we're flexible depending on the idea. So if you come back with the, if you have a really fire idea and you're like it's tight at thirty, like they'll be willing to push it. And then you, you and I've learned that from you too is like, you 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 are really good because you're a producer, mm -hmm. so you you can know okay thirty k, so I got to ditch lights, we got to use natural light. Um, you know what I mean? Like you, can, you can think in that way and I feel like that's something that's really critical and important. It's like being able to think of ideas because anyone would think, oh, let's VFX the sun in or let's VFX on Mars, but you have to be thinking within the budget and trying to create an idea that you know will work because like you said, it's a contract. So even if the artist didn't really know a budget and, w and thought, cool, like this idea is amazing, now you're you're over promising and you have no will, no like ability to deliver at that level. Yeah, exactly. I think that comes with just like you said, having the producing knowledge that I have and and just experience over time is what I think has been able to dial in my treatments to a point now where I can say I think that they're, my treatments are really dope. Right. Just the way that they look, the way that they feel, and just the language that I've been able to like understand and build over time. I think I think it was you. I remember like back in the day when I was writing treatments, you'd read a treatment and be like. Um, you know, change change the sentence, or it sounds too formal, or um, you know, switch out different words, and that stuff matters because right. you're talking to the artist, you're talking to the person who's reading this, and you want to be able um, to, for them to be able to connect to it through words and pictures. Right. So it's important. It's also important how you organize your treatments, and I'd say that every director's treatments are different. There's not one way to do it. People ask me all the time um, about how does the treatment look, and 
every director has their own their own style and their own look. But I think if you can organize in a way, like I said, that's easiest for everyone to just understand. All that matters is that they understand your idea. Right. So however you decide to break that up, sometimes depending on the idea, I'll do two pages on, I'll, I'll start with a director statement on the first page after the title page, right? Director right. statement. The next two pages is called look and feel. You know, the next two pages after that is called story. And then the last one is performance, right? right. So whatever works for the idea you're presenting that can best uh, help them visualize what you want it is like there's not one way so whatever works for the project and right. sometimes you like sometimes I've seen Andrew have you know someone reaches out and say they need a treatment tomorrow morning and they have an idea and it needs to shoot this week or something but they need for, they just need it's kind of crazy because sometimes it's so dumb because it's like we need a treatment from you yeah. And this is what exactly. we want to happen. Can you just put it on a piece of paper and you'll literally do a one sheet that's just like, I'm Andrew, this is the idea, this is how I'll execute it. You show three, three, like literally three examples of photos. Yeah. So it doesn't always need to be an in-depth six page guide, sure. you know what I mean? Um, I think I think the the ones that that are one, one sheets for me are usually when it's a single bid or I know ahead of time like, um, you know, like the, the uh, Blink-182 video, again, since it was Travis's idea, it was a single bid. I just delivered a one-page treatment that just explained what a I want. A single bid, meaning that he a reached out meaning to you. I'm the only person yeah. writing on it. Because sometimes, like we talked about earlier, you'll have 50 directors writing on right. it. And um, I know we talked about, there's also, um, because it's, it feels like the Wild West sometimes, because there really is no process for it. And that is really frustrating, I think, for a lot of directors as well. Because you could be one of 50 directors writing on it, and sometimes it'll take a whole day, you know, two days even to write this treatment right. that you never hear feedback on, that you have no idea what's happening with because the labels are having so many people write on it. And it's definitely a problem in the community. And there's a lot of people out there that are advocating um, for better practices and more respect within the community. Um, there's one, one uh, we're just talking about one, uh, one place that's doing it called We Direct Music Videos. Um, led by uh, Daniel Kwan, who's mm -hmm. half of the the, the, Daniels? Uh, the yeah the Daniels, and they're, they're basically proposing better practices and kind of um, having uh, music video commissioners and labels and production companies sign on to adhere to these guidelines, which makes the, the pitching process just a little more clear. Right, right. It says. Uh Damn, they got Spike Jones on this hero. Yeah, they got I mean, it's definitely people. an issue, and that's why a lot of people. It's great that they're doing this because a lot of big directors are um, are signing on board because it just really helps everybody, not just the directors but the labels as well and the video commissioners. It helps put some sort of process to this this process, which is like so crazy. The, right. the three things that they have on here are the, there's three rules in short that are like the simple things that they're advocating for. As far as if you go to wedirectmusicvideos.com, you can see it and we can put this on the screen too. But um, one, respect, two, transparency, three, minimizing free work, which we've talked about before because it happens all the time where you may write an idea and you send it to the artist and maybe there's like 10 other people that are submitting and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, hey, sorry, we went with this other person. And then two months later, you see some of your idea coming out in their video. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, is that, do you, I don't I guess we don't know enough about, I haven't read into the, what they're doing over here, but I think that's the idea is that this whole like support page is for everyone to take a stance so that that shit stops happening because then you're doing free work. You're giving someone a free idea and they're running with it with someone else. They might just have the homie do it and got to pay him or her half of what you would have cost to yeah. do the same idea. 
for sure. And I was, um, I really wanted to go to their last meeting, but I was in Bulgaria shooting that video. And I think it was the first meeting that they were doing. Oh, fuck. Um, but from what I heard is, is basically one of the practices they want to do is that the first, the first time there's like different levels essentially. So the first time you pitch a concept, it is a one sheet. And if they like that one, that quick one sheet, then you go into the next step, which is like the longer treatment, right? which is typically the first thing you send, right. Right. which makes complete sense. Cause like if they're not digging the initial seed of the idea, then why would you spend a whole day doing this beautiful, I mean, some of, some of these treatments are works of art. I yeah, say. absolutely. Um, I think I posted one in the Black No Cream community once for uh, the Zavaya video that I did. Um, and that was actually on the shorter side of treatments I usually do. But if it's a if it's not a single bid, then you want your treatments to be a little bit longer because the more you can do to visually show and, and explain your idea, the more chances you're gonna have of booking it. So do you do you feel like that? Like I feel like that would almost it, it like pigeonholes a lot of people. It makes it the idea of just being able to basically type up two paragraphs to explain your idea essentially, and if they fuck with that shit, you move on. But I feel almost nervous. Like I would want I would want a bigger canvas to be able to initially pitch. But at the same time, you spend two three days doing this shit. Like you, that's what I don't think people understand is if you're a music video director, right? You're a music video director, producer, full-time. That's what you do every single week. Yeah. You're constant. How many, I mean, this has been the most insane like year of your life, but like over specifically like the last three months, you've been, con- it's been insane to watch Andrew go follow him on Instagram, <laughs> but it's just constant video, 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 video. And I feel like to people have to understand in order to get those videos, he has to take time and he's sitting here writing these different treatments and he has to submit them. And a lot of, a lot of videos came to life, but I'm sure a lot of videos didn't. Oh yeah. I mean, I spent so many time, so much time writing treatments. Um, and I'm getting better. And now that I've been able to, to work more and to have a new director rep at a new production company I'm working with, um, it's been a lot easier to, and, and better that I'm not writing just on so many treatments that I'm not gonna, you know, who knows if I have a chance of booking. Because right. right. now I have a director rep who is very helpful in knowing like, who talks directly with the video commissioners. And now I'm finally texting with the video commissioners and I'm getting a better understanding of like, how many people is writing, how many people are writing on this? Is there 50 people or three people? And if I have two shoots going on that week and I'm supposed to write a treatment and I know that 50 people are writing on this treatment, yeah. it might be something I pass on. Or I know also a lot of directors um, hire out, you know, pay for treatment writers not to come up with the idea, you know, they'll have the idea, but they just don't have the actual time to sit down and write it. So it's just about investing back in yourself. Right. Right. Damn. And, and some of those might not book, but it's like, you know, if you, if you spend however, you know, hundred, 200 bucks on a treatment writer for five videos and two of them books, it pays itself back. I think know? that some, it's cool because I think a lot of, so say the creators that aren't in this industry, right? They may not be working in LA, New York, Chicago, Paris, wherever in the main places you shoot these videos. But this also can apply to creators who are elsewhere that are locally trying to just create ideas or come up with ideas, pitch things. And I think a lot of people don't understand that they can manipulate the same idea to pitch to like a local business or, you know what I mean? You can use this as a way to express your thoughts and your ideas by showcasing other work that you're inspired by that you would like to try to pull you know, as a reference and, and say like, I would love to shoot in this vein, this color. I would love mm. to shoot your fucking steak like I mean, this. There, and there, there are a lot of directors who have templates. You yeah. know, like I know Matt Alonzo has, an, or is it, yeah, Matt and Jacob both have templates online. Um, yeah, check and, out their and, and those were, those were great, but it's, you know, all of my treatments look kind of similar, but like I said, I tailor each one differently. I feel like the but important, I feel like a treatment's a great, it's a great practice. Like even if you're not in the process of booking videos or anything like whatever you're doing because it's a skill that's so important it's 
at the, it doesn't matter if you have a template, it doesn't matter if you create it yourself, it doesn't even matter how you do it, the whole concept of a treatment is the ability to convey your idea visually and in words, hit the right stroke of emotion, hit the right stroke of, of connection with your client, uh-huh. And so that they can, because at the end of the day, you don't have a video to show them. Right. You, you have to make them imagine the video you're going to create in your head. And as it and grows, have the vision. As, yeah. it grow, as you grow and you start climbing in the industry of creating music videos, specifically talking about that for this, mm-hmm. but as you grow, it's like you start off and it, yeah, it might be easy because it's you and your homie and you just want to go shoot music video for your friend that raps or whatever. Right. You go shoot the video. It was fun. Now, as you start going higher and higher, you have uh, the artist who you could, li- I could literally call the artist tomorrow and be like, I have an idea. It's going to be like this. All right, cool. Tell the manager. All right, cool. Hey, manager, I have an idea. It's going to be like this. All right, let's talk to the the label. All right. And now you're repeating yourself so many times. Or the story if, changes. The story starts going. to change. Yeah. You start to develop. And don't forget also, like, that the treatment that you come up with and that gets locked in by everybody, that treatment is also what goes to your crew to start prepping, right? Right. I mean, you'll have a ton of conversations, obviously, but, like, at least that's a great base for them for everybody to be looking at the same thing and you know uses a jumping off point for the actual production right. so that's so that's why it's like so important that there's been times where i'll book the video with the treatment but i'll still like update the treatment based on conversations just so that my crew can be on the same page mm-hmm. when they're knowing right. what we're shooting i but didn't I think even that, know that, that that was yeah i think you when we did the little dicky video and that was my first time directing and it was like all right cool like we had like four days to come up with the concept or whatever and then andrew's producing it so he's like hey i need like put the treatment I, mm. anything that you can explain so we can give it to our department so they can start collecting shit because it I, ends up saving you time in the back end because then you're not having 50 conversations you know 50 of the same conversations explaining right. the video from the jump right everyone's already has the starting point of knowing what the concept is based on the treatment yeah and then you can dive into more details but it actually saves you time on the back end if you're able to come up with like a really great visual expressive treatment from the jump. And I think it's important for any director to be able to develop the skill because you can have the best ideas in the world, but if you don't know how to articulate or or, um, explain those ideas to a client, then those ideas will never come to fruition. Yeah. I mean, think about it. I think, sorry to interrupt again, but like even with Darren, Darren's intern, he's behind the camera. Like he he's pitching to a, a car company, right? And the way that he's pitching is similar, like it's in the same vein as a treatment. Mm-hmm. And, and it could be for anything. It could be for the restaurant. It could be for a, a brand you're working with. It could be for a wedding. It could be for whatever. The idea is that like if you, it, it's an elevated way of pitching your idea. If you're able to walk step by step, give visual references, it's gonna look like this. Right. I'm gonna walk you through the story like this. This is how I'm gonna shoot it. This is what the story's gonna look like. This is what equipment we're gonna use, blah, blah, blah. And it applies to everything, I feel like. Sorry, it does. Okay. It absolutely. <laughs> Andrew's yeah, taking uh, some business sorry. calls real quick. <laughs> it's an insane week. <laughs> <For real. laughs> it's like so good. But it's like, you know, it's, it's funny we're having this conversation right now because literally on the way here, I had a call about a music video I'm doing in a couple of weeks with, with the artist. And uh, they just sent me the song last night. And they were like, do, is, is, do you have a treatment yet? I'm like, guys, come on. But, um, uh, people expect it to be like it's, that easy, but yeah, it's like, yeah, fuck. Yeah, right. they do. But I mean, you get faster with it. You get faster with it over time and you can manage, ex- you know, you learn to manage expectations right. better. But the more you do it, then the better you become at it, just like anything, obviously. Well, I, f- I, I want to go back to earlier when we were talking about the idea of like creating a treatment that's realistic. Because mm. I think a lot of people 
will pitch things that they think they're capable of doing because they want to get the video so bad that they'll just say crazy say shit whatever they can do yeah. to get it yeah he'll, then, be, he'll be flying through the air and we'll just do this yeah and but then you get to set and they're like well how, where's like the rig to get him right. up in the air yeah. and you're right. like well we couldn't afford it like uh, after i had to pay screen. this guy and this yeah. guy and that chick mm-hmm. over there like oh, we don't have money so like a really good example is 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 uh changing your verbiage right so like there's been times where in a treatment um my director rep will read the treatment and be like can you change like don't put the word mansion just put nice house right because right. when you say mansion to you the artist now they're expecting but if you're doing a 30k video i mean a mansion is at least five 5k to and rent. i just know this from experience yeah. this is just things that you pick up over time and that's why you get better writing treatments because you're more experienced with the production mm-hmm. you know what things cost you know that you have one 12-hour day so if you put in the treatment that you're going to be at eight locations that's never going to happen yeah, right? yeah so you just have to learn how to um create ideas that that work for the budget that that you're given, right? When when I first came out here and we were, it was before you did, you, did you produce or you directed 7th Streeter, Chris? Uh, pr- produced produce it. it. He directed it? Yeah. So Andrew's producing, Chris directed it. Chris had a bunch of ideas, right? So they had the treatment, whatever. And then that was my first time getting a taste of seeing a producer work, but they had to work under the gun of director wants this. So we have to figure out how to make the budget work for this, right? Which Chris always wants extravagant, crazy shit. His ideas are wild. So they always have to like work within the means of the budget. But driving, it's like you see the stress of the producer now having to juggle a bunch of shit to try to make something that might not have a bigger budget. Like it needed maybe another 20K to come make the idea like really work or be easier. But Andrew has to be like, oh cool. All right, so we need to, we need 400 bucks. Well, let's, get rid of one of these extra girls, move that 400 over to this person, put that over here, and they have to link and log all this shit. So you mm-hmm. have to understand that a lot of work will go into mm-hmm. moving parts around to make your idea yeah. come to life. But it's also funny being on the flip side when I just direct <laughs> and I'm able to just, and I'm, I've been trying to get better at it, but like put that pressure on my producer so I don't have to think like a producer. Right and just direct right. and put that pressure on her to help me make my vision work. Right. And sometimes she'll be realistic being like, you know, this is not possible. Like come up with a different idea or she'll help me come up with a creative way. Dre? Yeah. Yeah. Shout you know, Dre. But it's like, it's, it's funny having both hats. Cause as a, when I direct, I naturally want to think about the producer things like, no, we can't do this. But then, I remind myself like, oh, you're just the director now. Like, it's right. not your job to think about right. that. That's a yeah. super tight dynamic, I think, because you. I feel like you are a better director because you're looking at all your apartments and you understand mm-hmm. how it works. You understand where the money's going. You understand what it what it takes, right? And coming over the ideas, having that flip side, but also understanding like, you know, you've been in that seat and you got to kind of like under trust and let like and focus. Maybe you'll be better creative if you're only focused on what you got to do and just let everything. But fall I in think place. I think no matter what, because that was probably my biggest struggle mm-hmm. when I started writing treatments with you. You would be like, let's come up with an idea. The budget's forty k. Mm-hmm. All right, and my idea instantly is a hundred fifty. Right, like I'm easily at one hundred fifty k already right out the gate. What if we did this? Shit? We did. Uh-huh. But I I you want to think so big, so you almost mm-hmm. have to realistically understand how the money works because. You sure. just, you know, what I mean, it's like it, it's hard yeah. not to. And the treatments, like, it'll come if you, if you, if you just write whatever you feel like, like that shit will come back around. Like there'll be times where you put something in a treatment, and the label goes, "Well, what, what? You're on set. Like, where is this Aston Martin that you wrote in the treatment?" So that's right. why I, I refrain from putting like Specifics. specific names of cars in treatments right. or anything that's too specific because you might not deliver. So right. instead of Aston Martin, put nice car right. or like however you know, like no, super however cool. you I feel would like say. That's an interesting thing though, Ben, because like. I feel like you you will limit yourself. Like, what do you think about this idea of like, let's say it's 40K, right? But like you write a 60K idea or like you, you, you always want to think like, what's the best idea I can put on paper 
with, uh, with, uh, with reason. You're not going to say 150K idea, but like right. shoot for right. something that you know is going to kill. But the thing is also like you'll piss label commissioners off if you write a treatment that is not doable for the budget. Because the reality is, and I've worked with every big artist you can think of, and there is not more money. No. You know, like I can't even think of a time where... I came up with an idea that was going to cost 20k more and the artist was like I'll I'll pay for it or the like like the budget is the budget. Right. Like not however, necessarily 20k it's, exactly. It's a corporation more. at the end of the day like the label that you're dealing with like they have their their budgets and like their numbers figured out for and that they, whole they, quarter they, of the year. Yeah, and they cannot go over what they tell you. Right. right. You no know? matter how dope it is and no matter what. I think maybe it could be possible within the situation of you having a really close relationship or them really wanting to work with you like to get hype you have to pay a fat fucking fee to have Hype Williams direct your video. Mm. You know what I mean? Like he's not just out here doing any video. You have right. to pay that fee. And some artists will be like, my vision only works with Hype sure. Williams. My vision only works with Andrew Sandler. And yeah. then Andrew Sandler might cost this much money, so the label has to figure it out. But I guess not, what I'm referring to is yeah, if you're writing a treatment for it'll have two for a bit or yeah, it'll what, what I was thinking was not necessarily obviously I didn't want to say like, oh, write a six K treatment and it's forty K. I was thinking more mentally as like a creative Gate, like if you're all if you're sitting there like oh I have to come up with a treatment that's this like I feel like it's almost creatively limiting you kind of like come up with your idea right and then it's good to have people around you like even if I've helped you and you're like not nah, that's not gonna work because that doesn't require a big lighting but we don't have it and you're like okay let's mm. let's pivot and like but if you're already thinking from the jump like you're putting a ceiling on yourself in terms of just your idea in the general like I feel like. Yeah, that can be limiting. Yeah, it's 100%. like a dog. Yeah. It's yeah, like a dog. Get everything out there and then trim back. You know yeah. what I mean? For sure. And that's something I've been, you know, getting better at over time. And as you, uh, you have experience writing treatments, but then also shooting the the videos that right. you write treatments for, you start to understand that dynamic. And like, you know, maybe you have a great idea that's like, uh, um, you know, like a Game of Thrones type idea, and you love that concept. How do you make it work for the budget? Right. right? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I think that's interesting we could talk about is um, the idea of. Like, shout out to Ivan, who told me he's like, I hate writing the actual mm. treatment. Like, I don't like, I like, have, I come up with an idea and I tell my writer, my writer writes it. The idea of collaboration, because you've, mm. we've helped write for all your shit, you know what I mean? Like, you've worked yeah. with a bunch of different people to help you curate your ideas. And it might just be like, fuck, I just got an offer to write a treatment for six different videos. So I have to come up with six new ideas, which means I have to write at least like 45 pages of treatments mm -hmm. total. You know what I mean? Like that's a lot yeah. of shit. So the experience, how do you feel about collaboration? Like, I think it's key. Yeah. I think it's the only way to expand and grow. And like, you know, everybody has a bandwidth. And the, you know, when you look at some of these, the big directors who are doing five and six videos a month or two videos a week, it's because they have a strong team behind them and people they collaborate with. And also something I think that's important is banking ideas in between the treatments. And that's something I've also been getting better at is like, you know, when it, when you're in between videos or you see something dope on Pinterest, like create a folder and be dropping ideas in there because right. you can get a track, you know, today for something that you might be inspired by something that you saved like a month ago on Pinterest. You right. know, like always be banking ideas. Yeah. And, and sometimes you can even reuse concepts that don't get booked. Yeah, like, exactly. No, so. that's, that's super key. I also think people listening, because um, I feel like it's less common out here to find people who are willing to dive into ideas. And like if, if something gets green, like you pay people, like which is, people, right. I don't think people understand that it's like a pseudo job. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can come here and work on set as a PA and get paid 150 bucks yeah. to do some dumb shit for the whole and day. And just to be clear, like you're not getting paid to write treatments. Like, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying if you got like a lot of like new people coming up in the business, oh, like yeah, understand yeah. like you're gonna write a ton of treatments and not get paid for them. Right. That's I just feel like you just gotta, you gotta understand the investment. If you're in the position of you 
have a director who's willing to let you work on his stuff and like or get you in the room to get on the set and to be in the and to even like hear the song you know what i mean like you have to understand the investment that can be towards your future because it's like mm -hmm. you're not like for example like i'm not having music videos come my way right but if andrew hits me with a song it gives me an opportunity to practice to write so that one day when I do get this song, I've already written, I've already helped write 10, 15. You've so learned how to conceptualize, you know I mean? package, and then share. I, and then I'm already in, the, you're in, already in the room, so it's like, you were there when the idea was a seed and it became a thing, mm -hmm. and then you get to see, oh, this is oh, this was the idea, and now on set, this is what it looks like, and this is how this yeah. came to life. Right. And I feel like so that's super fucking valuable. I think people listening, if, if you're in a place where you feel like you do have ideas and you never have the opportunity to work with artists and shit, it's important to reach out to different directors because there's no reason that Andrew wouldn't accept a DM tomorrow that's like, hey, man i would love to like you know i have a couple ideas i'd love to pass them your way and then it's almost kind of like farming them like helping mm -hmm. them grow as far as writing treatments or coming up with ideas not just like it'd be cool to fucking have a guy right. jet skiing tomorrow and like gold uh -huh. water and it's like okay yeah but well, like i think what dave said is so important like that experience is is the value and if if you are expecting that you're gonna if, if it's just like a trade like you want to get paid for writing treatments or whatever else like that's just not the reality of the music video business right and that's something that like i said this group is trying to help fix so people's time isn't isn't wasted because a lot of time goes into these treatments yeah but like you said like being with an idea starting with an idea from the ground up um like for example sterling hampton yeah. helped me write the the treatment for the davies video we just did and he was able to see it the whole way through with me and i know that experience for him was super valuable because he hasn't been able to see that from start to finish right um from a director standpoint before right. like being on my side and and um and now he's developed a his own relationship with the label commissioner and he's doing his first music video with that label yeah, in a dope. couple weeks. So, so it's sick. like every opportunity is just a learning lesson. Absolutely. I feel like that's what we talk about in the guide too, and it's it's tough, but um, if you see the value in things, like you can't get, you can't let money get in the way of yourself if you're trying to like punch up, you know what yeah. I mean? Cause that's, like if, if you're sitting, sitting around asking for like, where's your check before you've gotten, before you've, like, if you're trying to get into a space that you're not experienced in, right? Like if you have the ability to get checks in a certain area, then get your checks. But like, if you're trying to get to a place where you have no experience to get there, like the only way to get there is to like get in the door. Right. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Do we have right. time to talk about reference images? Cause I really want to ask him about that. Ooh. Yeah, I think we got to, uh, never mind. Wrap it up. Oh, this is Andrew. How are you doing? You can come on <laughs> in. Yeah. Andrew just called, he called in. Uh, what are you I doing? Was, I, I woke up with a sore throat this morning. Walk on in. You're fine. And, uh, <laughs> Andrew's I'm getting a, a, a IV bag. <laughs> it's the only, literally the only 30 minute window I have today is right now. So Andrew's about to pop an IV real quick <laughs> in the black window cream yeah, office. This is, while he does I mean, we'll do a whole other pot, a whole other podcast on health, but like, I think it's so, <laughs> I think it's so important to like to just treat yourself good. That's fair. All right, we got we know we need to wrap this up so you can take That's care so of business. Funny. I thought That's he was hilarious. joking the whole time. I thought he was joking the whole time too. Um, you guys want to be twelve shots on me? <laughs> it's all you, champion. <laughs> all right, uh, wrapping this up. Um, people can find Andrew on Instagram or whatever his website's andrewsandler.com, and uh, I'm sure he could give you some tips or whatever if you message him about some treatments or whatever. But leave comments, let us know what you think, and uh, I'll record an, a fucking outro. I'll drop for this a new. Shit. I'll drop a new treatment in black and cream also tight uh, maybe for the Davies video hell yeah there we Sweet. go alright cool thanks for coming dog uh, thanks guys 
house. Yeah, this was fun. You should come by more often. Yeah, <laughs> it was the weirdest way to end a p- fucking morning roast because you have right. to do an IV. Well, well, he, he got the call. Got my, the my alarm for my check-in <laughs> sounded. We got the IV coming in. We're just all, we're just all over the place today. All right, all right. she's getting Thanks, ready. Guys. Andrew's ready to go. That's the end of the podcast. See ya. <laughs> all right, that was the weirdest way to end a podcast I think we've ever done. Uh, today, Dave's out of town right now while I'm recording this. This is obviously after we just finished this whole episode with Andrew. Um, we're gonna play a little B-roll sequence at the very end of this uh of andrew actually this chick actually giving him uh hydration injections i don't know what the fuck he got or why he needed it but it's funny as hell um question of the day we're gonna get to the question of the day and then i'm also gonna read off two fire reviews that we had left on our itunes and our youtube and send out stickers to those two people who did that we appreciate you guys for showing love um if you want to get some black window cream stickers every single wednesday we're gonna shout out uh and read out two of the reviews left on our iTunes in the reviews, as well as on the YouTube comments. So if you're listening to this episode right now, let us know what you think of the episode, share your feedback on, on what you got out of it and leave your Instagram handle so we can re- remember to send you some stickers. Um, so today, the question of the day, this comes from our Patreon members, only the goddamn homie tier. We have a question of the day section. And Nick asked, if you somehow ended up with 5K, maybe 10K to strictly use to better your, to better your business, what would you use it on? It's a great question. It'd be dope as fuck to just accidentally trip on 10K. You feel me? Uh, I personally, if you don't have gear, obviously like you, there's tools that you need to complete your job, right? You don't always need the best tools, but you need a base level amount of tools to do whatever it is that it is that, that you create. If you need a laptop, you need a laptop, et cetera. I, need a, I, I bought my first laptop and I used it for like six years. And by the year six, technology had advanced so much my computer could barely fucking breathe i needed to upgrade my computer it was worth it for me to spend another three racks or whatever it was to get a new computer and i update it fairly often um so definitely invest in your gear but the second thing i would say is marketing i think marketing is super key about getting your name out there getting your word out right so it could be as little as making little business cards that are just catchy as shit and that have your instagram handle on it and you might have had to spend 400 bucks to make a hundred of them, but they're fucking color and they're, I don't know, holographic or something wild that sticks out. So when you're at a party or you're at an event or some shit and you have a conversation with someone, you want to leave that impact, a business card still works. Like people still put that shit in their pocket and take it home and see it later and be like, oh yeah, that was that person that told me they do X, Y, Z. I should hit them up. So I always consider investing in getting your name out there, especially for, for young creators that are trying to hustle and work with different businesses and brands. It's like, you can target those people online. You know, I used to print out pages. I would make like a piece, like a full deck page, right? That was catered to this business that I wanted to target. And it had all this information about who I was, who they are, what they're missing, how I could fulfill that need. And I would go to those businesses and hand it out to them. But I printed on like car stock, full color. Shit ended up costing me all this money. Um, but I got jobs out of it. It was cool. It was a great like lead and it showed that you really give a fuck and you're trying to earn them as a client. So that's what I would, I would do is focus on your marketing. Um, I would love to hear what you guys think. What would you, if you got 10K tomorrow, if you just tripped on 10K, how would you invest it into your business? Leave that in the comments as well. I would like to know what you guys think. Um, All right, cool. So the reviews, shout out to the people that are leaving reviews. Again, by you leaving reviews, it gives other people that trip on the podcast somehow randomly and they're looking at the reviews. It's like going to a restaurant. If you go to a restaurant, and you want to know if the shit's fire, you go look at the first like three reviews and if they're all fire, you know that they probably make dope lasagna. So you're going to go there. Um, but if they're trash, you're not going to check it out. Or if they have low ratings, you know what I mean? Like if people aren't leaving ratings. So go to iTunes, drop us a review or leave comments on the YouTube videos. It's the same, same idea. And we're going to send someone a sticker. We just uh, sent out stickers last week to two people. So that's dope. So Michael said on iTunes, 
He goes, I basically have been binging the Black Widow Cream podcast for a few weeks and they've been so helpful and have opened up my perspective a bunch. All the advice and tips have been really helpful and I've been implementing them into my shoots. Proud to be a member of Black Widow Cream. I like this. He also put the emoji fist hand, which is dope. Um, thank you, Michael. I really appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to try to, you didn't leave your Instagram handle on the, on the review, but I'm going to try to find you on Instagram and send you some stickers. So thank you for leaving us that review. Hopefully people see that shit. Um, and then on YouTube, we have last week when, you know, for the You're, you're Missing uh, Opportunities episode, the Morning Roast episode, we got into it, you know, about that Black Widow Cream contest we did and people, you know, some people didn't submit and uh, they were missing opportunities. So this is Josh's response. Josh Holt, shout out to Josh Holt, 21 on Instagram. We will be sending you some stickers as well. He says, see, my problem is that I never think anything and I, anything I do is good enough. Uh, even entering in these contests, he entered all three of them. Uh, I'll admit that I make something, but I can never turn it in. I do the work, have a final, don't share it. I literally got done with the billboard for Jonah Lucas today, but I still don't think my work is where I want it to be. That's what holds me back the most, my ego. But also that's not an excuse, but depression makes it even harder to feel good enough. That's another wall that I'm trying to break down. I love you didn't win, but you did statement as well as the door example though, for sure. I literally walk through the door and walk right back out because of my inner ego. That's crazy. That sucks. That really sucks. I, I understand. I understand what it's like to be like that. And I understand how fearful it is to share your work and how vulnerable we can be about our art. Um, I even responded to him and I was like, yeah, man, like, you know how much trash we put out there? Like we put a lot of trash out into the universe before we ever put any gold out there. It's tough to make dope shit. You know what I mean? It's hard. That's why you have to learn. You have to grow. You have to sh fucking make mistakes and put shit out that gets, you know, backlash or whatever. I don't know how many videos I've had where I'm sure there's been ample amount of people that are talking shit about the way I make something. So the only way you're ever going to get better is by sharing it. You're never going to grow if you just hide that shit on your hard drive. So that's my, you know I mean? That's my follow up on that is just make sure to keep sharing, keep creating, start with your family, start with your friends, whoever it is, if you're afraid to post on the internet, but fuck the internet, fuck everyone's opinions. It doesn't matter. You should share that shit anyway. Who gives a fuck? Um, all right, cool. This was great. Uh, we'll do this again on Wednesday. So Thanks for listening. We have a good, we have a special guest coming on Wednesday. Um, who is it? Dusty motherfucking Kessler. Uh, he shot for G easy. Um, fucking man, he's done everything. This dude's crazy, but we get into it about, uh, legalities of contracts and NDAs and the importance of reading over and understanding, uh, your value when reading those. So get ready for that on Wednesday and make sure to leave your reviews again so we can send you some stickers. Thanks for watching. And let's check out this little B roll, <laughs> this little B roll clip of Andrew right motherfucking now. <laughs>